0: Right, this is the Bridge Nine Podcast, episode number five. Here we are. I'm Tyler. I'm Ryan. I'm Brian. I'm Mike. I'm Derek. Mike and Derek from Alcoa. Mike, you're an official
1: member now, right? I guess so. I'm in the picture. More and or, or less. On the <laughs> <laughs> it, must be, it must be a cool. real deal. But yeah, we're, here, uh,
0: we're here at the office recording studio in North Andover, Massachusetts. Mike's place. And uh, thanks for uh, letting us do this here. Oh, my bad. That we could. So, yeah. Um... Let's do some business real quick. Like the past couple weeks we mentioned, we got mystery boxes. Mm -hmm. Get your orders in. They're going like hotcakes. Then we got HeroFont, new record coming November 25th. It's called Peste. Buy it. Buy it. Buy it. Buy. Schultz, what do you got?
2: So uh, today we are also launching pre-orders for Alcoa's Thank You 12-inch EP. Uh, You can pre-order that from us now. It's a one-sided 12-inch with a screen-printed or etched B-side. Uh, this will be out from us December 2nd, also digitally. Uh, so this EP was originally available on CD as part of Derek's rewards program for people who donated a certain amount to his Pledge Music campaign a few months back. So all the bands covered on this EP are current punker hardcore bands that are friends of Derek's. Uh, I'm the Avalanche, Blacklisted, Make Do and Mend, Elder Brother, and then there's, of course, a re-recording of I Don't Mind. Derek, do you want to talk about, thank you a little bit from your end? Yeah, uh, I
3: was incredibly fortunate to be allowed to cover these songs. Um, well, cover four out of the five songs. Um, I don't know, just a bunch of great friends that uh, I look up to and admire quite a bit. Um, old tour mates. Uh, bands that have gotten me through some pretty hard times um, this this past like year and a half being One of those hard times. Um, Dutch, get out of the trash can.
2: Dutch! (laughs) Also on the podcast, Dutch. (laughs) Yeah,
3: Yeah, my dog dog is also here, just sniffing a trash can. It's that fucking hummus, hummus. (laughs) that buffalo hummus. (laughs) (laughs) She's got got a taste for that. It really is is (laughs) irresistible. Dutchy, come on, leave it. Good girl.
1: She's mad you didn't give her an intro. I
3: know, sorry. (laughs) This is Dutch. But yeah, I don't know. Uh, punk and essentially punk and hardcore saved my life many yeah. times. This is this is just one instance
0: where it's like on the books. Hell yeah, um, yeah. I think we all we all really liked that. It was especially like the blacklisted cover was a, yeah. such a cool thing to see done like that. Yeah, it was like because sometimes a cover is either just a stripped down version or like a total recreation. But mm. like I don't know, you went did your own thing with it, and it's. Well, awesome.
3: I have Mike to thank for, mm-hmm. like, helping with that a lot, because when I first brought the idea to him, we were both, like, really excited about it, and it went through, like, maybe two incarnations before we just said fuck it and got a little bit weird with it. Yeah. Um can we swear on this podcast? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> no, no queen. Tag. No queen tag. Is, is Apple gonna be mad? <laughs> <laughs> Steve
0: Jobs e. is gone. We're fine. <laughs> R.I.P. Four D. one out. Too soon. Yeah, Poor I think, I I think out.
1: in terms of bringing that song to life, it was kind of like alternating, like, "Oh, this is gonna be great," and "Oh no, what are we gonna do?" <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, or but, like, "What
3: have we done?" <laughs> I put you know? an acoustic track on it at first, and we mm-hmm. were just like, "This was no bad <laughs> idea. <not> <laughs> this is
1: <laughs> strong now."
3: Yeah. I mean that that whole EP was was uh, you know Mike has like such a heavy hand in that because a he did it pro bono I just called him and said hey I had this idea mm-hmm. um, and you know it's it's going to hopefully spark um, enough money to get my hip replaced but also I mean composition wise like Alcoa would not even with Bonamero where like Mike only had a hand in it in the very last week of recording mm-hmm. it. Everything with uh, everything with Elko in the last two years like has like a big Mike Moschetto
0: stamp on it. Is the touch. Wow. <laughs> He's got the touch. He's got the touch. <laughs> yeah. No. It definitely works well. Did you Did you record the Thank You EP on one session? Was that all? Uh, it was like session? over three or four days. Yeah. We, we cranked
1: it out really fast.
0: Yeah. Because it's nice. cool. Each song kind of has its own like character, Bob. you know. Yeah I think it was the the first track on that like the drums are panned a little bit I like that it it's it gives an it a cool touch Weird weird stuff yeah, with that no. one just, yeah. just let Mike really go good. just let him have his have yep. his, <laughs> that was, his that was, his his was late the night
1: time two and men was one of the that was the first track right Yeah cuz that was yeah. the, one of the only ones I was familiar with that one and, and blacklisted Yeah and then we s- saw blacklisted at at Deathwish Fest Mhm and I was if if that cover hadn't turned out well, I wouldn't have been able to face you. <laughs> like, uh, really, know I am, but still like <laughs> hide
2: my Really brought out like the meat puppets, like Nirvana tones in that blacklisted song. Yeah, like so yeah. slow and weird. Yeah, for sure, it's cool.
3: I feel like a lot of the like when they themselves made that transition, like just John starting to write like some more like out there guitar parts yeah. and mm-hmm. stuff. Like you can maybe your ear can like hear it a little bit more in like a cover like that where um normally it just yeah. sounds like a little scathing or whatever but right. i i that's what i love so much about that band they give no fucks yeah. and they just do whatever <laughs> so the stuff. fuck they want and they've
0: just gotten like better and better with like yeah the more they've kind of drifted from the traditional hardcore sound which is yeah. awesome. have
2: you gotten to hear their new record yet, Not yet.
3: no yet no but the songs that they played at, at oh that yeah that's so are, good like, unfucking yeah. real yeah and their new drummer is so goddamn good He's, sure. He hits so fucking hard. <laughs> Is it Adam? I'm not Is sure. It? Yeah, I don't
0: know. I'm <clears> throat> throat>
3: not positive. Don't get mad at me if it's not Adam. <laughs> <laughs> we'll go with that. I'm pretty sure. I have the worst fucking memory. But he's a sweetheart, too. Yeah. No, they're
0: definitely one of the better bands going right now, for sure. Oh, yeah. But but yeah, were you like... I mean, I'm assuming things went well with yeah. the hip surgery? Like yep. How yeah, are you feeling right good. now? I feel fucking good. <laughs> yeah, that's
3: good. Um, yeah, I mean, McCain. it worked. Uh that's the the craziest part yeah. is that like the idea was presented to a few people and you know my band was like uh, a little skeptical at first just because we didn't want to a I have a, a hard time asking for help period mm-hmm. but like we didn't want to put it out there and then just have it completely backfire and blow up in our face and just be like oh sweet well I you know like uh, just have this whole negative context with Defeater. Asking for a handout, or you know, and, yeah. and that's not—I guess—I mean, thankfully, that's not the way it was seen. But that's the way I ultimately just thought it was going to snap back in mm-hmm. our faces. Um, but uh, but yeah, luckily, it all it all worked out. People were amazingly supportive, and like tons of friends and other bands um, pushed it real hard. And <clears throat> excuse me, like it weren't if it weren't for. Like in the in the record, there's a big thank you list of like mm-hmm. everyone that helped push it. Um, but yeah, if it weren't for you know like twenty to fifty other people pushing yeah. it on the internet, yeah. like it wouldn't sure. have like
0: yeah done That's, as well. That stuff can be really great. What what did you end up? Was it Indiegogo or no? Pled- uh, it's a company called Pledge Music. Okay, Pledge yeah. Music. Okay. Yeah. yeah.
3: They normally just do like pre-orders mm-hmm. for records and like crazy incentives where like you get to hang out with the band yeah. and, like, stuff like that or, or like, someone, like, writes a song for you or whatever, but yeah. but they I definitely handle the, all the back end, yeah. and that's amazing.
0: I think that stuff is, like, great, even though, like, for some reason it's, like, it's, like, the cool thing to shit on, like, the Indiegogos and, like, GoFundMes of the world, but yeah. I don't know. I don't understand how, like, you're not getting people to do anything they don't want to do, you know? Like, you're yeah. getting them to give money to something they're interested in giving money to. If anything, it's the most, like, Direct <laughs> way Fan to support something, I guess.
3: Yeah, there, I mean, it can be abused, and like, <laughs> yeah, but no matter what, it's it's of your own free will, yeah, whether or not exactly. you want to yeah. to support that. You know, yeah. if, if some like. B list halfway famous dickhead wants to fucking <laughs> post something saying you know, oh i need money to you know put out a new moon, record yeah. and
0: 100,000 <laughs> <laughs> to record this EP on the moon <laughs> yeah
3: and then, like and if it happens it happens yeah. like you can't fault the artist for going for it and then i mean you know there's amazing things that happen like yeah. that kid Brad getting fucking shot you know, yeah. like his
1: yeah. shit was fucking crazy and
3: man. you know now his his wife and child have like a little bit of a a safety net you know like and like that is amazing like and that's another you know uh positive way that hardcore punk can like you know actually be a community and family
0: like people talk about community but there really is like it's it is kind of a real thing you know it is
3: it's weird that it (coughs) sometimes only exists on the internet now which is like the thing that bums (laughs) me the fuck out half the time yeah um you know, you rarely see people getting to just sit and talk and it's like, true. you know, talk about records or talk about shows, talk about why they got into punk and in
0: yeah, the first for sure. Days, but but no, it's cool. But at the same time, it sometimes makes that community bigger. You know, you yeah, reach people. Obviously, I mean, it's the obvious cliche benefits of the yeah. internet in general. You know, yeah. but it's cool that 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 niche of the world can seem so much bigger when you mm-hmm. when you can do something like that. But
3: and it's also nice to see that, like, I don't know, just how strangely, like, small our little sect of everything yeah, really yeah, is, like, in, in the grand scheme of things, you see how, like, crazy some people can, how, like, crazy famous some people can get because of the internet. Yeah, and then for sure. <laughs> you see, like, oh, yeah, so-and-so, oh, fucking punk band has, like, 4,000 followers on <laughs> something. They're
0: huge. They sold out. Yeah. <laughs> no, for sure. But, um... But yeah, so we're here at the office. You guys are uh, in in the throes of tracking the new El record right now, right? And right this is the, the, yes. the follow up to the the last LP, follow up to the Thank You covers, sophomore covers LP. Yeah, already. How's that? Uh, that was, how's that, that going? That was so two far? years ago that we did
3: that was two fall. years ago. We missed the you, We missed the one year window that you have to write your second record. You know, you have your whole life to yeah, write your first, first one. Yeah. <laughs> oh, right. so, so we missed that window. Win so it's over. But you so were so telling just throw me though, away. That, that the songs
1: were just kind of falling out of you. So like, it's all relatively recent.
3: Yeah, it is recent, but we missed the. Uh, that one year window. We missed the window. We missed the, window. <laughs> we missed the one year window. So we're no. The band's never going. Go <laughs> <laughs> no one has to know. That.
0: How are things uh, going so far with that though? Good. What? Where are we at so far? We What's are. Done? <laughs> we drums are, are done. Drums yeah are drums done. are
3: done i don't know we feel really good that's we good. have like a week drums are done we feel really good <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's, that's it. it's just gonna be the drums. you heard it here first um <laughs> yeah we have like scratch some scratch stuff that's gonna get replaced mm-hmm. but um
1: but i mean everything has a lot more shape than it yeah, did when, yeah. We, when we started like yeah. last week or the week before or whatever i've lost track of the month yeah but yeah, um good. yeah it's it's there, there comes a certain point when it starts to like present itself to mm-hmm. you, and that's really exciting. For sure, so it's we're getting we're, there. It's, yeah, we're just it's at rearing this point. its head. Yeah, it's good. Poking cool. Out.
0: But, like, how is the? Is it what has changed like this time around with this yeah. record? Are you trying like new things from Bone Marrow yeah. at all?
3: Yeah, I mean this this record we, Mike and I and and Blake Seal our our mm. other guitarists, like just got into a room, um, not just a room that room. <laughs> And actually, like hashed out the skeletons of the songs, Mm -hmm. which we did not do with Bone Marrow. Bone Marrow, some of the songs were like six years old, eight years old at that point, and like I was just like rewriting them Mm -hmm. with um, my friend Aaron, who was playing drums at the time and engineering half the record. And uh, so it was just two of us bouncing ideas back and forth. We would record one song a week for like twelve weeks on drums oh, nice. and then once the drums were down that was just like the song yeah. and then i would track acoustic at my house and we'd we the bone marrow was such a slow process and i i mean i was trying to like rewrite sweetheart of the rodeo a hundred percent and um and I, I have no shame in that yeah. but um it just i feel like this record Getting a few more people that are a in the band and b um, you know I trust their talent more so than almost anybody I've I've played with. um I think it just like took it took the songs like the skeletons to a new place. It good. Yeah,
0: Yeah. it sounds like it was a lot more structured. Like the last time was this fractured kind of it was in your head and then you needed to figure out. So yeah, a way to like
1: make that into a band, mm-hmm. not just a. Oh yeah, like a everything song.
3: was like just <laughs> it's an still kind of that
1: way yeah. in a sense. But I mean, we have the the, the time and the yeah. people who are like yeah. at our disposal. This and time. you've also yeah. actually done it already. You've done it for a record, so now you know at least where to
0: start.
3: Yeah, we we like saw our our shortcomings, or I saw my shortcomings with the last one.
1: Yeah, I did um, the best I could, man. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Can only do so much with <laughs> yeah. you. We call it a call it <laughs> that's
0: <good> <laughs> Did you record most of the the last record with Jay Jay Moss? No, no. no.
3: Me and Aaron did a lot of it, and then we came here okay. to, to Mike, here. and we tracked um, all the guitars, pedal steel,
1: Rhodes, and um, organ, Oregon Hammond. I think that's it. Maybe some percussion, but then Some after percussion. That, mm-hmm. I think you, did, you, did you you did bass with Jay, right? Me and
3: Aaron just did bass at Jay's oh, house. Okay. Um Jay was gone. We just did. We tracked like, we tracked. we <laughs> Yeah. He, he just gave us um he just gave us a studio to use oh, for really? the night okay. and we just we took tracked the key it. from under the mat. Pretty much. <laughs> um, yeah, we tracked like all eleven. How many songs are on there? Eleven. I don't know. I think so. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah, like eleven. Eleven. We tracked all eleven really songs in like things. four yeah. hours, and then Jay came home. We're like, all right, see you. Thanks. <laughs> Um Okay. So like it was at his like spot but he yeah. didn't
0: have that much of a hand in it. Yeah, he
3: he only had a hand in vocals and then okay. we mixed and edited it together. Cool.
0: I gotcha. Um well I mean you've done obviously like all like the defeater stuff with Jay, like Yeah. I know it's a different band, so maybe it doesn't seem like like they're such separate entities that it doesn't seem like it I don't know, out what of your difference? element to record with someone else, but what's it like going from like Working with Jay for years, and then doing it on your own, or working with Mike—it's amazing. It works well. It's yeah. yeah.
3: I mean, nothing against Jay. I, yeah, obviously, yeah. like he's like a brother to me. But mm-hmm. there is just uh, a dynamic between Mike and I that is incredibly comfortable. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I only I might feel this way. He might hate me. <laughs> but um,
1: I'm gonna give it a few more days. <laughs> Jerry's still out. But oh, by the way, bone marrow is 11 songs. Oh, tight. To <laughs> <be totally laughs> sure. Confirmed. You heard it in your first. Um,
0: <laughs> I have no idea what I'm doing. <laughs>
3: um, but yeah, I don't know. It's just it's so comfortable here and and we we're not afraid to to tell each other how we really feel and, and go through a song again and it, Mike doesn't get mad at me when my O C D kicks <laughs> in and I just say, Well, I just I'm just gonna retract yeah. fucking eight songs right now. For sure. Um, I don't get that mad. <laughs> yeah, I mean there's like a, there's subtle hatred.
1: I'm. I mean, I mean I'm, I'm technically at work, so I'm there kind of go. just like. Surly. You got to keep it professional. <laughs> I got to keep it professional, but also be like, I hate my job. But I don't. I love my job. This is great. I'm like paid. doing a podcast on the clock right there you now. Go. Yeah. That's
0: yeah, not bad, right? <laughs> Pretty decent. Pretty good life. Yep. Well, that's cool. You comfortable, being? Dutch?
1: Dutch, yeah. is Dutch is very tired right now. It seems <laughs> perfect.
0: What can we expect on a new Alcoa record that we might not have heard prior? More Dutch.
3: More Dutch, (laughs) more dogs.
1: More canine influence.
0: Yeah.
3: Um, I don't know. I think this is just more of a... I don't know how to put it. It's like... Maybe a
1: little more rockin'. Yeah, I hate to say that. It sounds so (laughs) like...
3: It sounds so turn of the century when like (laughs) Venetian Blinds came out and everyone's like, Dude, Pabal's like a rock band now.
1: (laughs) um i guess in the sense that bone and marrow it was basically like you and a guitar yeah yeah. a bunch of stuff around it yeah and this is more collaboratively more band
0: oriented than than bone and marrow yeah Yeah.
1: and and a little less uh like rootsy folksy yeah more just yeah well weren't
2: you mentioning something like that yeah because when me and Derek were originally talking about it like even as recent as like a couple of weeks ago or a yeah. month ago. You said you were gonna scale back on the alt country vibe, but then you kinda got into the throes of recording and realized
3: Yeah, there's still like a heavy hand in that. I think that's just right. like the way I write songs. Um and it shows with like the what I did for like the four songs on Sleepless Nights too, like there's right. just like a heavy influence of alt mm-hmm. country in there or like traditional country but masked with a, you know I was twenty something at the time, like fucking drunk little idiot singing. <laughs> um, so, yeah, no matter what, I feel like that's just like always going to be there. Um, but yeah, Dress it differently now. Yes, I think bit. it's yeah, dressed a little bit differently. It's it's right. not as like by the books typical. Yeah. I guess this is Most like obvious. Maybe. Yeah, mm-hmm. obvious.
1: Probably I think a good doing that doing that blacklisted cover maybe was like. The, the doorway to just getting weirder yeah and, and trying cool. things that may be, may, not, may not have thought would have worked yeah cool. Yeah. yeah sounds good
3: adding a little bit more space to the songs that would have scared me before doesn't so much anymore like
1: like outer space <laughs> like outer space <laughs>
0: that's good my that screen cool. saver. <laughs> yeah, yeah that's like, the influence well for the, the first album.
1: day the first day you sh- or maybe the second day you showed up like I got a phaser <laughs> let's, let's use this thing. Well, wow! Wow! wow. <laughs>
0: yeah, cool. I bought that on a whim. <laughs> Not bad. Sounds pretty rocking. Yeah, yeah. So we're yeah. rocking. That's where we're at. Pretty
2: Derek, tight. you also got married, of course, since Bone and Marrow. Yep. So, does that change like the themes of your songs at all, or how you approach them?
3: No, I still write like half fiction, anyways. Like, there's there's a lot of like what people assume is just like honest storytelling is like sometimes just embellished mm-hmm. right you know like yeah. um well i mean everything is rooted in truth but i mean same thing like the way i write for defeat or everything is is rooted in some sort of um history or truth or like family occurrence or you know history with my grandfather what he went through and mm-hmm. um but yeah i mean nothing really changed like I'm still awful at writing love songs.
0: So there's that. <laughs> I don't um, know about that. that uh, yeah, the, know. At the end of that Empty Days... Never heard of it. <laughs> what's, the, what's the one that everybody is Every, know every what Punk you're Kids about. wedding song now.
1: Oh, he doesn't, he doesn't uh, know it. I I no know idea. Know, you know the one. I don't know what you're
0: talking about. It's the about. one. No. Every Punk Kids wedding song. Every alternative wedding. <laughs> All Alt. Alt wedding? <laughs> no, but I think you <laughs> might not give yourself enough credit. We definitely had an intern sing that at somebody's wedding. Oh, is that, that, that where I'm getting it from? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's no. probably
2: not the only time that's happened though, oh, I'm sure oh it's not happened. I can tell you
3: <laughs> no. yeah I mean I, I sang it at my friend um, JB's wedding mm-hmm. from ABR but that he's the only person that I would ever do that for yeah I mean it, it's I've had a bunch of people when I was still working at the record store people mm-hmm. would come in and be like oh my god like I can't believe I'm meeting you that was my wedding song and like someone stopped me on the street in front of my old apartment just like freaked out Hey man! Whoa! <laughs> holy shit! And I'm like, thank you so much. I really appreciate it. And then it gets to like just this like awkward point. Yeah. And I, I'm where you just have to saying, walk an extra you. block around your house. <laughs> so I'm just saying thank you so much. And yeah, then yeah. Th- I'm just like, okay, I gotta go now. Yeah. To my leave. home. <laughs> a life. For just like I go wish go I wasn't this guy right now. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah. But. J- JB asked me to sing it while we were on tour last year, like this time last year, mm-hmm. and at first I just said no, because I said I never would do it, <laughs> but right, right. he is like, hands down, one of the nicest people on the planet, so mm-hmm. I, uh...
0: You said this was someone from uh, August Burns, right? The guitar, okay. one of the guitarists from August You guys Burns did Road. that tour with them, right? Yeah.
3: Peter the did? Yep. And it was an experience. Mm-hmm. I love the ABR guys, um, a lot, um... But, uh, I mean, we made some really great friends on that tour. Beartooth, fucking great guys, Mm -hmm. you know, Um, as, like, individuals Mm there. Unbelievably sweet people and, like, very genuine. They're not, like... Yeah. It's weird. They get lumped in with this whole, like, quote, new metal revival, and they (laughs) don't give a shit about that. They're just, like, playing the music that comes, like just naturally Mm. to them and like whether or not they're getting the following yeah oh yeah they're getting the i mean half of it is like caleb is you know super fucking famous on the internet Mm. and uh he uses that to his advantage in a positive way like he he deserves it the kid was fucking 14 when he started touring so it's just like (laughs) wow uh, he's got talent out Mm. the ass um true that yeah so i mean i'm glad his fucking and when he when he's when he's doing something that he actually really loves, it's like actually taking off and doing well. So I'm glad that That's he's, good. he's, he's getting the yeah. the credit that he deserves. And like the rest of his bandmates are
0: just the nicest people in the world. Good. That definitely helps on a tour. Yeah. You can actually get along with the people. Yeah. So I'm sure it can go both ways. Sometimes you can, uh, tour with a bunch of guys in bands you might not care that much about but they're cool guys mm-hmm. or you can tour with a bunch of bands you like but you don't like anybody in oh the yeah bands. yeah i mean i think so we I'm all sure know that yeah. Like... yeah for sure but yeah it's cool it's good to have that balance but uh speaking of defeater uh any uh what's the what's 2015 looking like for for defeater at the moment you're
3: your back in yeah. to tour. Yeah. yeah, we have a tour lined up for springtime, but nothing's announced yet. Cool. Z- actually, cool. zero is announced of our mm-hmm. lives. But okay. yeah, there's some there's some stuff coming up. I'm yeah. happy to just be back and we start recording uh, drums beginning of next month. Mm-hmm. Like as Mike and I are tying up this record, uh, Jay and Joe are recording drums at Squid Hell, I think, and then. Oh, um, nice. Yeah, it's like the last two days that you and I have booked. So okay. I thought we could go, but we can't.
1: That's cool. And I'll show up un- unannounced. We'll crash, yeah, go crash. Yeah, just go crash. Leave, me here, yeah. leave <laughs> me
3: here to run the studio. Yeah. <laughs> engineer you just listen nothing. To <laughs> <laughs> just watch the screensaver.
0: Yeah, just watch the screensaver. <laughs> <laughs> this where the action is. <laughs>
1: played drums for a while,
0: but it's a it's a lot of a lot of tentative unannounced stuff at the moment
3: yeah there's just a lot of uh a lot of sit and wait and a yeah. lot of guessing games just like having been you know out of commission for so long mm-hmm. in the uh in our little world, we were definitely i don't know people were sca- people are scared people mm-hmm. are scared that yeah. we're just i'm gonna bail you yeah, know yeah, yeah. you know like no one wants to like fucking take us out on tour yeah. Um, it doesn't matter that it was like, Hey, Derek couldn't walk. Um, <laughs> yeah. it's,
0: it's just like, well, they fucking ditched on two tours. Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah, well, <laughs> you had a legitimate reason. It wasn't just like you had like a breakdown and said, I, I want to sleep for a week. You know? Yeah. It like, it's, it it's wasn't, very legitimate. you know, yeah. but people, people don't know
3: that. Mm-hmm. Um, so we've definitely gotten like squashed out of a bunch of really good offers, yeah. but I
0: don't really give a shit. It doesn't phase me at all. That's good. Yeah. I mean, like, if you enjoy being in the band, then you're going to be in the band. And you're going to make it work. Yeah. I mean, I I just want to
3: fucking play shows with my friends. I don't yeah. care about how popular our band is.
0: Hell yeah. Could give two shits about that. <laughs> <laughs> well, you've, you've made a decent dent so far, so you guys are doing all right. I
3: just take that as luck, and yeah. I'm just happy that we did. Like, it is 100% dumb luck that we got anywhere. Because cool. it's just like one coincidence after yeah. another, and then for some reason, people latched on to it. People catch on. Yeah.
0: yeah, like, speaking of that, I've, I've actually, like, pretty much since I've known of Defeater, I've always wanted to ask, like, like, like pre-travels, like, what were, like, your actual influences? Because I feel like you guys, you fit into, like, a group of bands, but at the same time, like, you have your own thing going on. Like, there's, like, what, what were, like, the direct influences on, like, Defeater becoming a band?
3: Well, I mean... <clears throat> To be totally honest, Jay wrote that record for sluts. Oh, okay. <clears throat> so yeah. when he and that was, was pre
2: you, right? That's yeah. I didn't. I didn't. <clears> some didn't... context here <laughs> it might sound
3: weird. sluts was the pre-defeater band. Yes. Yeah. So Mikey, our bass player, used to sing in a hardcore band with mm-hmm. Jay and Andy and Gus called Sluts, mm-hmm. and. <laughs>
1: It didn't even occur to any of us. That, was, that <laughs> yeah. might sound yeah. funny. that yeah. <laughs> record <Yeah. laughs> for For anybody Moving about to, uh, <laughs> the, the post on.
0: published on Tumblr about <laughs> yeah. Boycott Defeater, it was, it was the old band. Don't worry. Oh, <laughs> man.
3: There's been so many great Boycott Defeater posts. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of I'm which, quick, quick story. Some girl cropped my wife out of our wedding photo <laughs> Oh my God, and posted crazy. a picture of her in her prom dress standing next to me in my in my suit on my wedding day. Oh my god. That's and posted deranged. it on the internet, damn. And I made a comment on her thing because she tagged me mm. in it and I Alyssa I was in Europe. I was in Europe. I like woke up to a text from Alyssa saying like, uh, you got to check this out and then <laughs> So I, you know, I saw it anyways and then I just made a comment and said, "Can you please take this down? This is my wedding photo." <laughs> oh
1: my or and, it was. <laughs> yeah, it was, you know. And or I said
3: like this is a, a picture from my wedding day or mm. something like that. Like something very nice and polite because mm-hmm. I'm not a piece of shit. Yeah. And a bunch of her friends and her boyfriend made up this big thing like all posted something on the internet about mm-hmm. how i quote slut
0: shamed her Oh my god! Oh my god. yeah
3: Jeez. like blew it out of proportion like by the time that i got to the next venue and got wi-fi i was tagged in like three or four different pictures <laughs> of just like fuck defeater their singers oh like such a fucking asshole <laughs> he fucking like called my friend a slut Jeez. i was like Yeah, that's what I did. That is 100% what I did. I asked you politely to take a picture down that you cropped my wife out of on our wedding day because you had nothing better to do with your fucking morning than do a hashtag TBT. That time James I went to prom with Derek <laughs> from the future. Wow, I hate that, that is, story. That's <laughs> <heavy>. <laughs> as soon as you started telling that story, I was like, Damn. I hate this story. <laughs> Truth be right. told, you hate
1: the story. That's dark. <laughs> that's that's one, of the, one of the darkest <laughs> things I've ever heard. I don't
3: <laughs> know. Damn. Wow. The moral of the story is I shouldn't. I should not have yeah, slut shamed that maybe girl I should by taking a wedding picture. And this would have happened. True. About. Or if I or if Alyssa and I just hadn't got yeah, publicly yeah, married, true. if we had just like just kept it a av- private matter, be available for these prom yeah, come on. <laughs> <laughs> this
0: is not fair. <laughs> Think of uh, the fans. Too. Yeah, uh, yeah. I know. I know. Wow. That's good though. But uh where were we? I have I no know. idea. Uh, we're talking about. Oh yeah. Sluts pre- oh yeah. Oh yeah. So sluts the band. Yeah.
3: Um, great well name for yeah. a band, A. <laughs> Good stuff. Supposedly named after the Give Up the Ghost lyric. True. Would make sense. Keep the wet dream alive.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Call your band Wet Dream.
3: <laughs> Better. <laughs> Better. Less <laughs> <Plus Dibs>. controversial. <laughs> there you go.
1: Dibs. Dibs. There are still wet remnants of stickers and shirts around the Yeah, oh yeah. There's so remnants like, of stickers <laughs> and shirts all over America. Yeah.
3: <laughs> Everywhere. People still... Like, when we were on Warp Tour, people were like, mm-hmm. wait, aren't you the... I was like, I had fucking nothing to do with that. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I didn't even know. I knew Jay for like a day mm-hmm. <laughs> while that band yeah. was existed.
0: Because you were in Transistor Transistor before
3: that, right? Transistor, uh, Sparrows, mm-hmm. Swarm and Sing, Karencia. Mm-hmm. Um, and, like, took a couple years off from mm-hmm. doing anything. Uh, just tried to focus on Alcoa. Actually, just focused on my drinking problem. True. Played a bunch of solo shows and met Jay because of a band called Collar Alaska mm-hmm. that was I recording with that. them or that, recording with him. Great, phenomenal fucking mm-hmm. band. Um, Taylor quit the band, and then I recorded like some of his vocals. Okay. Um, for like a demo that Anthony was gonna send out or something, and which was a mistake because taylor it has like a perfect fucking voice but mm-hmm. they just like wanted i was gonna join the band or something and then like met jay and then a month or two later after we had said like oh we should start a band that sounds like fucking sparta or something mm-hmm. he's like let's start a rock band and i was like all right <laughs> how about how about engine down or something and uh he called me like out of the blue i was at work and uh I was like, yo, Poolin is quitting the band. I have a record written. It's supposed to be recorded in a month. You want to come and try out? Mm-hmm. I was like, uh, yeah, I guess so. And he's like, yeah, Top Shelf's going to put it out. It's instrumentally all done. Just need vocals or whatever. And mm-hmm. then I was still under the assumption that we were going to like keep the name or keep the old songs, but change the band name or something like that. Yeah. yeah it was like all up in the air for like a few days. And then I went down and we talked about the idea of like writing a concept record. Mm -hmm. And I said, do you mind if I like place the story in the forties and have it be like, just me put my spin on basically he just said he wanted it to be about like a broken home Mm -hmm. and like pull from both of our experiences. He was like still very straight edge at the time and like kind of, you know, anti, um, alcoholism and wanted to pull from that. And me being a heavy drinker at the time, I was just like, I can fucking write about that. That's great. Mm -hmm. Um, then, yeah. So I don't know his influences musically, I think were all over the map. He described the record incredibly poorly (laughs) (laughs) and said that, and I quote, and he's, this is like kind of public knowledge. We've said Mm -hmm. it a bunch of times in interviews. So, he said it sounds kinda like one oh eight meets rise against. Okay. <laughs> and I said that sounds super bad. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I see what he's talking about. Yeah. I li- I see like both um both influences yeah. in there. Um But then I think, you know, there is like some Strike Anywhere, some modern life is mm-hmm. a lot of modern life is war. Um you know, Witness was was still like the record yeah. in at that point. <clears throat> you know, no one really cared about Midnight in America, It just flopped. True. I love yeah. that fucking record, mm-hmm. but
1: it took a while to grow. On yeah. me, but I ended up liking it a lot. Yeah,
3: at the time when that thing came out, I was just like, "Well, they're just fucking geniuses. <laughs> they're geniuses." Because um, even when My Love My Way came out, my friend uh, my friend Andy played it for me, and mm-hmm. it was like while I was in Transistor and. For some reason I had it in my head that like the scene in Iowa was so small that like everybody was gonna like go to every single show. So mm-hmm. when Transistor played Iowa, I was like, I wonder if the mod Life dudes here. <laughs> <laughs> not the case. Um, I don't think. Big, yeah. state. <laughs> big state. Um but Maybe uh the
1: slipknot guys were there. It's true. I mean there's nine of them. So. Uh, I <laughs> oh, bound uh, to have one of them. I there. forgot about that band. It's from there. Even though they have a record called. <laughs>
3: It's hard, oh to, no. it's hard to forget. <laughs> I honestly, yeah, New metal, just like, I was too punk. Too I didn't give a fuck metal. about yeah. that shit. Like, yeah. people in high school were just like, don't you like, like, corn and shit? I was like, fuck you, no.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
3: are you fucking, like, but you, like, hang out with the kids with big pants? It's like, yeah, we'd fucking listen to hardcore. What the fuck are <laughs> <laughs> you talking about?
1: Big
3: pants. Big, big pants. pants. Left pants over from the, the 90s. <laughs> big pants, kids. <laughs> Jinkos. Never owned a pair of Jinkos either. But yeah, like, man, I missed a lot of bad shit. <laughs> Too smart for <but laughs> <Lucky> that. Look at you. Look <laughs> at you. What can I say? Old and snobby. <laughs> have the rest of <laughs> Just to be clear. Yes. 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 Jenko have. Yes. Jenko Maybe. Jenko you, Yeah. Yeah. You have. Did you? I don't oh, know yeah. if I had yeah. the brand. I'm a little
2: older than you guys, know. but I'm not as old as Derek. Because so yeah, like, I'm a fucking so grandpa. You were on the
1: cusp, maybe.
2: I
0: may have been on the cusp you of Jankos. You janked Jankos. I, I, had Jankos. Had pair. I don't think I had a, like the brand specifically, because I never had name brands, but I had like probably like the Walmart version of Jankos. <laughs> Just the biggest jeans I could find. Uh, <laughs> the widest pipe jeans. <laughs> Surrounded
1: by a bunch of fucking Jankers right now. A lot of weird pants back in the day. Yeah. Where I had like cause, like zip-off pants that turned yep. into like shorts. I love <laughs> where this conversation's going. <laughs> <laughs> I, Let's keep this going. Up, I was going to because I had a pair. I <laughs> had
2: the zip-up side. The, the zip-up side? Yeah. Like, how does We're, that work? I don't know. There was like a weird zipper on like the side of the jeans. I think like, that was for
3: like uh, maybe like a, a basketball shoe. Being able to fit maybe. a giant basketball shoe. Like through. into your pants. Oh, so maybe. you didn't have to change. Yeah. Or did Wait, they were these shoes jeans? On? These, they were jeans, Jeans though. with zippers on, oh, zippers on the sock. Oh, no. I yeah, thought you were like. talking about you're like... The Tara Whiz kind yeah, of? Yeah, like pants or something.
2: So what was that what for? What was the point? I'm not really I sure. I mean, why do you have
3: them? It was oh, like a, it was like a dis- weird... like sounds pretty z- slutty. It's <laughs> <see preference, laughs> like a weird
2: design aesthetic. I don't even know if like the full pant leg like opened up when you unzipped it. It was just like for like show.
0: Huh. Like so you weird... unzipped it? Did it have almost like a connection yeah. underneath? Like yeah. they were still were they
3: plaid and were they bondage <laughs> pants? <laughs>
0: <laughs> you like a rave, you like a rave face? bondage jeans, bondage be something. jeans. Yeah. Young, young Schultz, he wore a ball gag to fifth grade
2: with <laughs> bondage <laughs> jeans. <Yeah>. <laughs> Classic S and M youngster. Yeah,
3: yeah. So you guys ball ever ball. grew up with like punks and bondage pants. I don't think so. Yeah, yeah.
1: like the street punk type. Jesus Christ, I am too fucking old. <laughs> Before we leave this topic, I just want to address how obnoxious it was to zip the, the pants off into shorts and then yeah, just oh, have wow. pant legs. Just yeah, like what true. the fuck do you do with the pants? Yeah, legs? Yep, put, you put them in, in the back pocket. And you. also, if you yeah. want it, like if you don't like a wiffle them. ball
0: or something, and you want to just rip them off, like I feel like it's a struggle to get them over your shoes too, because you yeah, probably had true. giant puffy skate shoes too, <laughs> Yeah. Osiris, so you can get anything over bands that are like a meter
3: across. That might be, yeah, exactly. I can't wait for this conversation twenty years from now <laughs> where we're all like, Man, remember when we used to like A communicate with words and person. <laughs> see each other in person? We yeah. were wearing like band shirts and really <laughs> skinny tight, pants.
1: Tight. We had those tiny Fuck. pants. Remember on. flannel? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> remember,
0: remember clothes. Remember clothes in general? <laughs> remember clothes, <laughs> clothes.
1: and earth. And earth was so dumb. <laughs> oh, I can't yeah. even believe we yeah. fucking inhabited that place! <laughs> a shithole.
3: Good times. Actually, that is a direct quote from
0: Alien Resurrection. Earth, what a shithole. <laughs> there you go. I think I've only seen the first two. It's a mistake. It's a mistake? Yeah. yeah. Go for the whole quadrilogy. Okay, it's to. cheesy as fuck, but yeah. like... I think it's after the third one it gets kind of kooky, right?
3: Yeah, Resurrection's <clears> like a little, a little bit... Um, a little bit cheesy, but it's it's written by um, Buffy, the guy who wrote Buffy. Oh, okay.
2: what the fuck's his name? Joss
3: Whedon? Yes. Is nice. Alien vs.
2: Predator part of this saga? That's so like the more No, 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 that okay. that doesn't exist. And that's awesome like, like Freddy
0: vs. Uh, Jason. Yeah, there was some insane open, like reboot okay. to try to like, get some to right. the Jetsons. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
3: yeah, thanks Hanna barbera for fucking doing crossover <laughs> reboot shit. <laughs> fucking for ruining everything.
1: Yeah, I mean, the a,
3: the ones. first four Alien movies are, okay. are great. Resurrection is just awesome. They clone Ripley, oh, like wow. at well, because in
0: three she, she mm-hmm. croaks. Mm-hmm. Sorry, yeah. they have some <laughs> <That's all> right, <laughs> yeah. care.
3: Everyone knows if you don't know, that's, <laughs> yeah.
0: no, you gotta while. bring her back.
2: Though. He sees dead people.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
3: Ripley is brought back, mm-hmm. believe it or not, to kick some more Alien. But of course, it's tight. How could you without? It's her? Super tight, and Winona Ryder's in it, and she's like.
0: The Beyblings. <laughs> <laughs> cool beans. Alright. Well, we were kind of talking about uh the defeater star. I wanted to Oh yeah. Well yeah. yeah. <laughs> I wanted to mention like the the Modern Life is War thing. I feel like that's definitely like almost like a given, you know? Like you can hear the Modern Life is War, but I also feel like even on travels, like you guys took that like they kind of Modern Life is War made that sound, and then you guys took it and said, We can do that, but we can also not not be afraid to play faster and not be afraid to play heavier, but also not be afraid to, like, be that much more, like, melodic. too. Yeah, like, um, I think just that's just, like, that.
3: <clears throat> kind of Jay's inherent yeah. songwriting, where, like, the way that I write songs and the way he writes songs, like, he, no matter what, he has melody pouring fucking mm-hmm. out of him. And it's weird because, like, Fugazi's his favorite band of all time, mm-hmm. and he, you know, they're one of the most, like, discordant and jangly yeah. kind of, like... Yeah melodic Mm -hmm. bands um and he he definitely pulls a lot from that but i think maybe without him knowing it like the more simple melodics that like mineral and jimmy world pours Mm -hmm. out a lot
0: more true
3: um and that's like you know hidden hidden in those songs to like a untrained ear i guess or whatever but Mm -hmm. there's a lot there's a lot in common with with um With that stuff, chord choices, um, with Jay, like, you know, he usually just puts his fingers on the fretboard and whatever sounds good to his ear, just like that is now the thing. There's no, there's really no structure, uh, as far as like what, I don't know, what our sound is. Like there was never a defeater sound. It was just like Mm -hmm. Jay writing songs with Andy and then that progressed into Jay writing songs with Joe. Um, Yeah. But yeah, I, th- I think the the mod life thing like it was easy to compare us to that at the time because there weren't a ton of other bands that were just not trying to fit a mold yeah, or like not sure. trying to like you know like I don't know like the the last half hard LP everyone's mm-hmm. like oh dude it's like just like a fucking mod
0: life record yeah. again and it's like no it's like still I feel like it's very much its own thing yeah it sure. still
3: has like it's like straight up youth crew influence yeah. like there's the the chord choices might be different and like mm-hmm. the the approach to some of those ideas might be slightly different but at the root of it it's still just a fucking yeah. great hardcore yeah ending, and I, I mean
0: there's like i feel like pat flynn is kind of like a one-of-a-kind vocalist yeah. like oh, his delivery a, is yeah it's so distinct that yeah. like no matter what he records on like it's gonna have that that twist to mm-hmm. it so there's definitely that yeah it would also like
3: I don't know. I think that me and Eaton have like a similar delivery too, mm-hmm. and like our just the way our voices sound when I scream and when he screams, it sounds a little similar. Yeah. I don't know that. I think it was just easy to pigeonhole yeah. us like that. No, like,
0: I always saw you guys as
3: and they had like just, just broken up different, so yeah. everyone yeah, was like oh surely. sweet you guys are new Bond life and then half shoes. heart and verse yeah, fucking yeah. break up like oh you guys are like the new half heart yeah. like, what are you yeah. fucking <laughs> talking about like <laughs> pick one Which have one's you one's never heard bands you never heard music before
0: <laughs> yeah no that's yeah I can definitely Ryan and I am sure can, can <laughs> yeah. relate, relate there when you yeah. get pigeonholed into the one sound for sure especially when like you're doing something that isn't one thing you know yeah. like like it's how, why do you choose to like pin you to one thing when you're doing something that's so dynamic yeah that was why i think we loved
3: like when we had the (coughs) idea to put the first acoustic song on Mm -hmm. travels um, yeah it's just like well either people i I, we were both just like people are gonna fucking hate this (laughs) and they're just gonna fucking call Mm -hmm. us out for it but uh but people liked it and it it ended up helping Mm -hmm. quite a bit i think just to, to have that big wrench in the works and you are trying to do like a couple different things yeah at the same time and, like, and that's just that was kind of in. like
0: a we're not going to ease you into this this is a straight up just acoustic song with singing. Yeah. you know and the yeah, only yeah. part of it on the album that mm-hmm. does that which is cool i don't know i like i don't know your records are cool because like you don't you really don't you can tell you guys don't really give that much of a fuck about what people <laughs> zero think. fucks you do your own thing because <laughs> travels was like more straightforward had the acoustic song lost yep. ground just an ep which you kind of dove into a different territory, but you didn't do like the acoustic stuff on that. Yeah. Then, like, Empty Days was more melodic with the acoustic stuff. And then you went and said, You're probably at your biggest, most popular. And you said, Fuck it, let's put out our heaviest record, like, ever yeah. with Letters Home.
3: That's what I mean. So, I just, I, like, <clears throat> that's cool. I love Letters Home so yeah. much. It's my favorite record that we've done, I think.
0: Yeah. Um, that's how it should be. Lost yeah, Ground,
3: yeah. too. I, I really, I adore those two. Mm. Um, I love Travels as well. I think Travels, like, because we were so young and and dumb, like, we didn't, we cared even less at that point. (laughs) We were just, like, we wanted it to be good and we wanted people to be excited about it. We wanted labels to have interest. But at Mm -hmm. the same time, we were just, like, trying to, just putting out a genuine record because we're genuine people. But uh, Empty Days, I definitely, like, lost lost some of me in that whole time period when I was Mm -hmm. writing it and we were touring all the time and Jay wasn't on tour with us and he was at home writing and it was like a real turbulent time for the band. So I feel like it's, there's like a weak link in the chain, but it's just funny how like that record is the one that catapulted us. It's also the, the like easiest to understand, like there's songs on that record where it's just like, so cut and dry that it's just like here you go. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. here's the here's the part to sing along to. Yeah. Here's the and that I think is where people latch on, like yeah.
0: yeah, for sure.
3: Yeah. But the the more dumbed down things are, the easier it is for people yeah. to them for the
0: masses to be like, Oh, I get it now. Mm-hmm. You know. It's definitely a thing. It's how the world operates. But. And that
3: stupid fucking wedding song, you know. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: I don't know, I still it's oh, not called I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Just to clarify, you heard it here first again. I love this tagline. <laughs> I love all it. the all this stuff from three, four years ago. You're here <laughs> here for the first heard it here first. Time. Breaking we'll news. <laughs> I love how you get closer to the mic too. Like heard it. Breaking news. Yeah, Exclusive. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, like, but so yeah, that's how I feel about Defeater. The okay. I hate my band. <laughs> just kidding no but like you have a uh, like sense of direction for like the tentative upcoming stuff it's yeah like we
3: a- wrote 12 songs mm-hmm. in a week and <laughs> well, um you ba- you <laughs> out. Shit. some of them were like the easiest that we've ever done mm-hmm. um it was like just me jay and joe in a room and we were hanging out for like pool and wrote some with them like the first day that they were writing and then he had to go back to the Cape or something to like he's fixing up his parents' house okay. out there. Um, and then, uh, but yeah, some of them were just like they just came so easily and it was just like the simplest shit. Yep. Um, and then we kind of took it on some twists and turns and, and turned it into a, a song. But, but then there's some that they like toiled over. Yeah, um, but it's it's easier when Jay has a, you know, the means to to record it and we can go back and listen to it immediately and like just setting up a couple of room mics yeah. um just makes the process go a lot faster because you can immediately digest what you've done and then you're like oh well that was awful delete let's go yeah. back in and sure <laughs> yeah. and uh and try it again yeah. and like and joey is such a fucking good drummer that like it's not like when we say like oh yeah this is like not the direction we want to go, and he's like, mm-hmm. "Okay, I'm just going to try something entirely different." Cool. And he's just so
0: naturally fucking good. Yeah. It's fun to watch. Yeah, it's fun to watch. Yeah, it's fun drummer to watch. Very easy. Yeah. yeah, yeah, he is good. Which is what it's funny because he's I feel like drums were always a thing that they like, were. people yeah. talk about with Defeater, and you parted ways with your original drummer, right? So that was those were big, big shoes big to fill, <laughs> hard shoes to fill. <laughs> yeah.
3: I never met Joey before he filled in for us Mm -hmm. at Sound of Fury. Like the first day that we met was him being like, "Hey, I'm playing drums for you today." (laughs) (laughs) Um, He had he had like practiced with Jay a little bit, um, but even then we kind of weren't function. We still don't function as a real band Mm -hmm. because we live all over the country now. But um, he had like drove up from Connecticut and prayed. Prayed.
0: what? <laughs> played,
3: <laughs> played with Jay. Played with Jay for a day and mm. and learned the songs on his own. And then um, we played Sound of Fury, and it went pretty well. Yeah. Um, we forgot the end of Cowardice, but that's whatever, you know. So shit festive. happens. Just like there's no lyrics at the end, right? <laughs> um, and uh, and then we played a the next weekend. We played three festivals in Europe. Mm-hmm. and um, and he wasn't sure if he could do those. he wasn't sure if he could get it off from work, but he did, and those went amazingly well um cool he like just really latched onto the songs and and he he shined he yeah. like and nothing against andy, I fucking love andy um we we've made amends with anything that went sour mm-hmm. in our relationship uh because of the band or whatever. But um, Joe Joe is just, like, a different animal. Andy yeah. is incredibly talented, and he thinks of things that no one else is ever going to think of. Mm-hmm. But the way Joe executes when he's actually playing is, like, unreal.
0: Yeah.
3: Unreal. And he does it. Like Mike said, he just makes it look so fucking effortless. <laughs> and it's just because, like, what comes naturally to him, you can't learn. True. You can't, like... he. Did, he's all about... Feel Mm -hmm. and drummers will practice and practice and practice to try and get that. And like, you can't, you can't learn it. It just has to be in you. For sure. Joe Longabardi, everybody.
0: (laughs) (laughs) This little solo. Yeah, he needs a drum solo. (laughs) That's that's the variation for this one. But like the the overall feel of this record is it like. More in the vein of Letters Home? Or are you guys going more melody? In my head it is. Yeah. Um so that's cool. what, what we wrote
3: the the like real simple stuff that mm-hmm. we just like banged out. There was like some some serious like similarities. I'd say Letters Home is like the band that I always wanted Defeater to, yeah. to be, to sound like. Like I I want it to be a like by the books, a hardcore band. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. um I, I want to throw other things in, like, as curveballs and stuff, mm-hmm. just because, like, it comes naturally to us to to, to do something different. Um, but if... I don't know how to, like, put this into words, but, like, I have a very distinct idea of what I want our mm-hmm. band to sound like. And it conflicts with everybody else. Yeah, like, yeah, you yeah. know, like, everybody in the band has, like, different ideas as to, as to what... Mm-hmm. Um, Our band should should sound like, Mm -hmm. but Letters Home to me was like the perfect
0: The embodiment of Yeah, the the embodiment of just like, oh
3: well we have like the weird noodly stuff and we have like the super simplistic like fucking Blood in My Veins has like a two minute long breakdown or something stupid. Like (laughs) and
0: it's not even a breakdown, it's just chugging on E like
3: it's Yeah. Ridiculous. Well you and
0: I were talking a couple weeks back at that fest in New York about how like What Fest? Um (laughs) Onion, on the dun fest. But um but how like especially now that like Alcoa is so much a thing, like defeater is so much more like your outlet to do like balls to the wall, like heavier, yeah. Like, more aggressive stuff. So And I
3: think that like w- like what we were talking about at the Oneta Punk Fest twenty fourteen. <laughs> <laughs> uh was that I yeah, I think that's why I do want to have like to feed or be a fucking hardcore man yeah. in order to like get that i want the best of both worlds and i have it because mm-hmm. i have an outlet to write like sad sappy fucking all country bullshit and then i have <laughs> the fucking outlet to to scream and fucking mosh on stage yeah, go hard in the pit yeah you're fucking <laughs> going hard <laughs> and yeah. all i want to do is mosh on stage of course you know I just want to, like, tour with my best friends' yeah. bands that make me want to stage dive, and then...
0: And now that you have a, a brand new hit, you, you, you can do that. Can go I can't go hard.
3: My doctor definitely <laughs> said I would release you to do, like, pretty much anything. He's like,
0: maybe
3: don't jump on stage just, <laughs> just yet. Just yet? And I was like, oh, we have a tour planned for, like, end of March. He's like, you should be good, but... <laughs> I guess I'm not like fully recovered yeah. for a year, which okay. is like,
0: I get you.
3: yeah. But Who knows? The great. pit just happens, you know. <laughs> it just like you can't, can't predict. It. You can't predict yeah. the pit. You can't control the pit. You know, can't stand On stage,
2: yeah, a swarm of people, yeah. <laughs>
3: that's good stuff.
0: Good times. pit controls you. <laughs> the pit controls you. Soviet Russia,
1: yeah. Oh
0: yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> But it was actually this is a random thought, but it popped into my head. Speaking of pits, you guys played this is hardcore twenty thirteen, and I feel like you were definitely one of like this is hardcore. Obviously, caters towards the hardest of the hard. For yeah. The, for the most oh part, yeah. You know, like hardest hard. of the hard. You, you guys were a standout there. How was how was that? Well, for you guys, for I you? loved it. Um,
3: <laughs> playing right after Wisdom and Chains was fucking great. <laughs> I love that band. <laughs> then Rival Mob right after. It's pretty yep. good. Um. I was in heaven. Yeah. I was just getting to see bands that I really love. Yeah. Um, except I, uh, you know, we missed. Uh, we had tour dates like up and up until that, mm-hmm. which I was real bummed on because I wanted to see the Mod Life reunion and supposedly the last U.S. Kid Dynamite show. Uh, oh Kid yeah, exactly. yeah, that was cool. That was. Yeah. The, I think that was like the first
0: day of that. So yeah, that was cool. But so, yeah, it was it, was intense, also, it was so cool blurred. to see you guys there. I know like This Is Hardcore has done like Touche Amore in the past and Title Fight usually plays and stuff, but... Yeah, it's fairly diverse. It, it is. Yeah,
3: there, there's yeah. diversity, but I so I feel cool. like for the most part, Joey Book's bands that he knows are like bread yeah. and butter in that yeah, scene, yeah, you know, like sure. um, he's, he's a smart businessman oh, too. Definitely. Like definitely. He's like, yeah. he knows what people are going to buy and what, yeah. what's going to drop people to... I mean, it's gotten so big too. It's so fucking rad to like see it actually like go off every year yeah, too and just like awesome. all the vendors the food's great mm-hmm. yeah it's like very well-rounded he does yeah. a really
0: good job but but yeah it's cool to to have seen you guys do something like that yeah it sure. definitely
3: felt a little strange mm-hmm. um you know i the way i like intro the set i was even like so fucking blown away that there were people in the room was, yeah <laughs> i assumed that half the people were just going to be outside mm-hmm. just because like oh well
0: <laughs> the, the pussies are on now <laughs> um but i thought i remember your set actually being like it like yeah, popped off it was like it really went good it was pretty actually, fucking yeah. nuts
3: and my leg was killing oh, me <laughs> and i was like still just like yeah. fuck it who cares yeah. um and also we had some some friends there that i didn't know were gonna be there mm-hmm. and it it really like it made me go the cherry on top yeah yeah, made me go even crazier oh yeah um yeah so that i don't know it was just a really fucking good day we had friends from australia that lived in toronto Mm -hmm. that were down um we had um a bunch of our like military friends were there it was just like all around a fucking great great day yeah that was really cool all in dudes were there um Fucking unreal. All the pals, all the pals, just
0: gig pals. Hell gig yeah. Pals, <laughs> Hell pals yeah. from gigging. Well, I think uh, we're at just about an hour here, so I think I think that's all we really got. Unless there's end on else. gig pals. Yeah, Gig pals, everybody. <laughs> but um, that's uh the Bridge Nine podcast episode number five with our special guests from Alcoa slash Defeater, Derek and Mike. Thank you guys for being here. Um, is there anything you guys want to plug personally? Band? any final words any final final words departures nothing just a, nothing just nothing That's <laughs> just all guys but yeah, nothing to sell <laughs> but thank you guys so much for uh being a part of this thank you mike especially for having us here and Thanks for letting guys. us cut into your day yeah. but um yeah real quick i just want to plug ask us questions from ask here on questions. out we're uh, we're switching over to tumblr because we figured it's a little bit uh less scary than email we know some <laughs> of you kids maybe you haven't heard of email so we're doing tumblr so I think that's just bridge numeral nine dot tumbler dot com slash ask. Yep. That's yep. the link. I know you kids like yeah. Tumblr, so we can do it anonymously or if you want us to mention your name, just post with your name or whatever and uh we'll do uh we'll do your questions, we'll answer that. But until uh until next time, that's been it. It's been real. Peace. Peace out. Later. Easy.